You're listening to College Hacks, your go-to audio resource for surviving college. I'm Daniel, and today's topic is note-taking styles. Let's get into it. So I'll be talking about two main styles of note-taking. That's what I call digital or notes that you type on your computer versus what I call analog, which is regular pen and paper. Just to note, this list is not exhaustive. There are many different types of note-taking styles out there, and I'll be linking some web pages in the show notes for you to check it out. There'll also be web pages to tell you how to do these note-taking styles. I won't really be going through that part, but I will be going through the benefits of each. And a good one to take note of is sketchnoting. So there's this YouTuber who really excels at teaching people how to do sketchnoting. So that's very visual. I'll be linking his channel in the show notes as well. And it will really help if you're a visual learner. So without further ado, let's jump into digital versus analog first. So a lot of research has been done recently and over the past few years about the difference between digital and analog note-taking. So what has been found is that if you type notes digitally, you get more of what the lecturer says word for word as long as you type fast enough, but you don't get as much into your memory as if you were writing analog notes. So the reason for this is because when you're writing analog, you have to actively summarize what things that you are hearing from the lecturer. Whereas in digital, there's less need to pay attention, especially when you're typing so fast, you don't really have that luxury. So that's why personally, I would prefer analog and that's what I use in my schooling life, but it's up to you. Everything that we're gonna be talking about today, it's all up to preference. So let's jump into the first note-taking style that I'll be talking about. So I'll be talking about mind maps. This is useful for visual learners who struggle with studying from notes. So everyone knows by now what a mind map is. You draw like a balloon or a cloud or whatever in the middle, and then you link and connect different topics or subtopics. In that case, it helps you remember and connect relationships between topics as well. The good thing about this is that it's very visual. It's, it helps you visualize connections. It helps you visualize you know, sub-tiers and all that kind of thing. Another note-taking style that we can talk about is the Cornell style. This has been coming out a bit more popular nowadays, and this is a style that I'm currently using. So I'll link a web page to show you how to do Cornell because it's not very easy to put into words. But the basic idea is that you have three columns, one for summary, one for key points, and one for the notes per se, normal notes. These notes are very neatly organized this way, and it's easy to review when you're studying. I won't talk too much about reviewing your notes and studying because I'll leave that for a different episode, but it's something that you can consider when you're taking notes or when you're choosing what style of notes you want to do. It also allows you to pull out major ideas and concepts because you have this column just for key ideas. Another note-taking style is the outline style. So this is what you would think of when you think of note-taking. It allows your notes to be neatly organized. So you have topic and then you have sub-points and then you can have sub-points or sub-points. So it's easy to turn points into study questions that way. Then there's charting. I don't really know too much about this style. It's not something that I'm very familiar with, but in the same way, the facts are organized and easy to review. And it's very good at highlighting key pieces of information for each topic. And the last one that I'll be talking about is sentence type note-taking style. Every main point is a sentence. So you jot down only the main points, which helps you determine what information is important and what is not. 
Now, this is something that you need training with. Recognizing what is a main point, it's not as easy as saying, oh, this is a main point, this is a main point. Like, you don't naturally know. It takes practice. And it's something that's true for every note-taking style, especially because many note-taking styles, they have incorporated this idea of take out the main point, maybe have some sub points, and that's it. It's a skill that you really need to develop as you go through college. Hopefully, by now, you have developed it, but if you haven't, you really need to practice. So for sentence note-taking styles, you are able to cover a lot of details and information quickly, and it's simplified for studying and reviewing. I would say the downside to this is that you don't necessarily have all the information if you forget why a certain thing is a certain way. You don't really have too much back reference, although you can have like small keys that you can highlight in your memory. And speaking of highlighting, so we'll come to highlighting and colored pens. Honestly, I would recommend that you either use one of them. Highlighting is good because you have this emphasis on certain key points. It helps to bring it out visually. Again, for visual learners, this is really good. But even if you're not a visual learner, this, this really helps with like looking at your notes and finding, oh, this is the main point. It's very boring to stare at just like blue or just like black or whatever color you are using. One color, it's just really boring to stare at it. So, and you get distracted. So the better idea is to highlight or use colored pens. Now, the problem with colored pens is that, again, you really need to be on the ball with, oh, I need to use this pen for this, this pen for this. You need to have a system and you need to know that system well. And you need to be able to apply it on the spot when a lecturer is talking. For highlighting, it's not that stringent. You can highlight in post, it's easier. Although some people do highlight while the lecturer is talking. I do both actually. I do both highlighting and colored pens, but that's my system. Now, of all the things that I've talked about, highlighting colored pens, my maps, whatever, all the note-taking styles, they don't stand alone. You can mix and match. So for example, I use Cornell notes, but I also use the outlining style. And certain times I might even throw in a mind map. And as I said, I use both highlighting and colored pens. You don't have to use either or you can use both. And different subjects also have different tendencies towards a certain type of note-taking style. For example, at least in my opinion, the sciences are more visual, whereas something like history is more factual and more temp contemporary note-taking like you need to write it down at least that's for me i would use different methods when i'm taking notes for science than i would when i'm taking notes for something like history of course this might differ for you but it's generally speaking something that you can consider some people have different note-taking styles for different subjects because maybe they take two majors they are drastically different. There's no one-size-fits-all recipe for this. You have to experiment, you have to take in some time, maybe a semester or two, to figure out what really works for you. If you already figured out, good job. If you're here to learn more styles, great. But if you haven't figured out, you really need to be on the ball, use maybe the first semester or the second semester, just try things out. And by the end of at least an academic year of trying out a note-taking style, you'll be a, you might not be a master, but you'll be very adept at it. So today we've talked about the difference between digital and analog note-taking style. We've talked about five note-taking styles, mind maps, the Cornell style, the outline style, the charting style, and the sentence style. And of course, we've talked about highlighting and pens. And if you take away nothing else, we talked about how these styles are not standalone. You can mix and match. And everything is up to preference and everything requires some level of experimentation. So that's it for today. If you like the show, go over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating. It really help to get the show out to more people. Also, share with your friends if you think this episode will help them out. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to hit me up, you can find me on Twitter at DXYDan. Thanks for checking in. Until next time, stay brilliant.